welcome, this is Puolikast 15. I'm Puoli Valmiste and my player is Björn Leppänen. So, the 15th Puolikast, well, and actually I have to mention, because now we are doing ready to recruitment that hasn't really picked up, that I joined about 12 months ago during similar recruitment effort. And I think season 50 class, it's yeah, it's great in general. Uh, lots of lots of good players, but yeah, that's about that. And as the bonus for draft media this time wasn't for SMJHL, I'm not going to really delve too much into the SMJHL draft, even though it's. It is interesting season in SMJL with two new teams, but as I said, that's not covered by double media. But one other thing that is covered this time around is uh, IIJF. So I get to talk. Well, in the end, actually, the hockey in real life that I'm most interested in is the international hockey. It might be the pretty finished thing, because uh, everywhere, at least on internet, when most of the hockey talks is focused on NHL, the international hockey doesn't really receive much attention. Especially, okay, of course, when it's it's NHL playoffs versus IHAF Worlds, so it's. I can understand how people have strong advice to their NHL teams, and they might have like, well, there is always that argument that even teams like Canada and USA they are missing a lot of good players because they are playing in NHL and because they don't play in IHAF with the best rosters available it's meaningless tournament and well i can understand when they are where they are coming from but it's still it's still entertaining hockey and i can see players from finland and other nations representing and playing for their nation so for me it's it's interesting it's i usually don't pay okay let's say I usually anything, even Finnish Liga, it's played on times when I usually have to either work or I'm at least doing something with kids playing or whatever, putting them into sleep, anything. Usually I would miss almost all live hockey and when it's NHL time, I'm sleeping. So maybe that's one of the reasons why it's hard to really get into the into uh, following some clubs because you cannot you cannot make it you cannot see every game you miss a lot so in the end you you just check the results and it's not as great but something like international hockey even though in finland we Finnish team takes part in Euro Hockey Tour, so 
there is, uh, I think, four tournaments with four teams every year, and then there is IHAF after that. So there is these weekends when you can see international hockey, and especially when it's when it's so there is like there's Finnish tournament in early November, then there is well, then there's Russian tournament, I'd say a Swedish tournament and Czech tournament. But there is usually month or two between them. So it's a lot easier for me to get into the for me to get to watch them because it's usually they are aired during day, but because it's like okay hey, Finland has this one game and it's often during week weekends or almost exclu- exclusively on weekends so i might be watching them with my father in love and we watch them and wife and mother in love takes care of the kids for that one night or fuck those three hours two hours whatever it takes so like it's not like i'm going to sit in front of television watching hockey every day not taking care of the kids it's just this kind of one-off and when it's IHAF which inspired this well Rampler or talk whatever but yeah when it's IHAF worlds then it's a bit more it's I think it's round robins take about two weeks and then playoffs is one week but in the end if Finland is doing well even the women want to see it so it's not like you know, and my kids are getting, at least older kids, it's kid is getting old enough to start understanding something about when we are watching. So it might not take long before he is there too. So, as I said, all that lead to me, uh, well, IHAF here in SOL is a lot closer to the Olympics in that the there is no, you know, everyone has their best rosters playing. Yet, in many cases, that especially now with the FA, uh, franchise hockey manager, uh, we see that, or are likely to see that USA and Canada are heavy favorites because we play IHAF with. Uh, four lines, three pairs, so you need to have actually, or you don't need, but if you have or can roster four lines with SHL players, it gives you huge advance, advantage, because you actually have, you don't have that very weak third line full of SMJHL players, which in the end, because of the TPE cap, just they they are very lackluster. Last season I checked how Finnish Finnish players that were still playing in SMJHL and we still have some of those. But at least some are moving up and well things hopefully change for better in near future because few last draft classes were great for us, I'd say. I don't know about the next one, but still, 
I say for us it looks promising we should have like full SHL team in I say three seasons two seasons okay no maybe not in two seasons but oh okay three seasons two seasons we are close and three seasons we should have a full team with the SOL players of course uh, we have had quite many defensemen which had lead us to playing defensemen as wingers which which is not ideal but still it works but as I said uh, we should have well for us this is still a tournament where we play with mostly uh, okay we have mostly SOL players I'd say but barely we have a still like two I'd say two lines of SMJOL quality players there are some some players that are around I'd say 500 TP or 400 TP that are actually playing in Tampa or I think in Toronto maybe even still like low TP players playing in well teams that didn't do well and they I think they are in North third line or something or of at least fourth line and in I I'm pretty sure fourth line might actually be active mostly active but they are uh, SMJOL players so 425 capped players but that's it's still it's interesting to see Finland on the ice I always want to watch that and it's like when I joined and I don't think it's it has changed much like IHAF it is a kind of off-season well time waster or whatever you wanna see it but I still like okay now I've been in Texas for what I have been Texas for what 10 months and I'm their go GM so it's of course it's pretty well it's hard to make an argument that I haven't I'm not invested or interested in Texas because of course now I, I really I want to see us win I know we are not there yet we are not like we have good thing going we are we sh I, I think we should get better this season of course there is a for middle back teams I feel there is a good amount of luck involved like if we have good season we should make playoffs with average season we are I don't know maybe something like this season that ended we might be close but miss or close and just make it and then if we got very unlucky or even slightly unlucky we are clearly out of playoffs but like you know when you run test teams and you can see that the point totals can 
with 50 game season you can go from for I think 48 to 75 that's been the range so but you know good teams can be good consistently but for middle back teams which I consider us to be we might be lower middle back and a lot of things are changing for next season but still like I think we should be able to compete and that leaves us in a place where you know we can compete we should be able and then every game versus teams in similar positions they are mostly like coin flips like you know if the chances to win is 55 to 45 yeah it's like a coin flip it's very close you can turn your odds to maybe 60 to 40 but i still think it's it's like you know if you lose when you had 60 percent odds to win it's not like a game fucked you over because 40 persons is it's still a very high chance actually like last season i started i needed to get off the persons because when you think you have 20 percent chance to miss playoffs or something like that or actually i think it was but when you turn that 20 percent into a dice roll and you have a either something that's nicely divided by six so you can take a regular dice or but because i have played some pen and paper rpgs i am used to and have a set of dice with uh, for example d10 so dice with the 10 sides yeah and when i started thinking that the 80 percent chance or uh, let's look at the other way around 20 percent failure chance so if i troll one or two with the d10 i fail and then i need to think did that ever happen and for sure it did like it's it's a lot easier to like accept to take it when it's when you you have something concrete you have the dice roll you have rolled it hundreds of times thousands of times and you know there are tens there are ones like it even if it's one in ten chance i i remember rolling shit ton of tens like those are the things you remember often because they have big effect but still it's not like oh no 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 you have 10 percent chance to win it's never gonna happen fuck it happens almost all the time every time you play there is those one in ten chances and even if it's worst chance it's still like it's 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 still within uh like saying you need to roll 10 with d10 or zero and comparing it to a 90% chance to fail and 10% chance to succeed. Of course, the, to me, that 90% sounds a lot lower. Or like, you know, 
I hope you get what I'm saying, but that the point of this explanation, I'm good at like forgetting what I'm supposed to be talking. So point of this was the, I feel that behind the Canada and USA, there are some stronger teams that have mostly SOL like players or their roster is mostly SOL players. And then there are uh, quite many teams like Finland who have some number of good SOL players, some number of inactive or like medical SOL players, and then they need to have those few lines or pairings of SMJ HOL players, new active players coming in, trying to make their way into the roster and making. And actually, I think for 25 SMJL players, so players who have been on site for four months, they have to be played over over the inactives. So you have to play those. But yeah, point here being that because there are teams in similar positions than Finland and sample size, there is only at least last time there was only 14 games, I think. Eight, eight teams per... Oh, might, might have been 12 games. I think it's eight teams per, per group. Oh, seven teams per group and you play each one of them twice. So it's 12 games. So if you like... If you have those coin flip games that are close versus similar opponents or like even 40-60 odds, yeah, getting lucky there means a lot. If you can steal a win from a team you shouldn't win, like that's great. Like there are chances that, well, what can I say? Uh, I think even Last season, Canada and USA, they did very well. Like, I actually check it now. Because, fuck, oh, yeah, this is actually this season. Let's see if I can find. Yeah, United States, they lost one. And Canada had one overtime loss in their, you know. United States, let's see who they lost to. Well, or I'll try to quickly find out. They lost to the Germany, 4-2. And then let's see where of Germany they finished with 21 points. So Germany was third in their group. One point behind Czechia. And, well, you know, they didn't lose to bad opponent, it's pretty clear. And, well, what can I say? I just, uh, I just hope this time around, okay, Team Finland, we only had 11 points with record 4-8. We were 
but uh, we were four points behind Austria, uh, who made the playoffs, and well, it uh, the tournament didn't go to. It, it wasn't great for us, but let's see how close our games. Yeah, we lost to Sweden 2-1 to Lat uh, Latvia. We actually beat on shootouts 4-3. Then to Russia we lost. Uh, we beat them 3-1. Austria beat us 7-5. Canada we lost only 4-2. And yeah, we beat Sweden 5-3. So I say there might have been chance, but still like, I don't know. It's, it's always hard to say, like, I know that, okay. I know that our saw seems that had us like, barely making playoffs and that was kind of the extent of what we were hoping so like I don't know where to go with that as as the, the, the well I, I just hope like that we can take the fight to the teams other teams this time so actually one notable thing is that uh, of course groups have changed a bit we are this time playing uh, Russia and Austria are both still in our group but this time we are facing Japan who I think uh, let's fuck I just closed it yeah, this time we play in same group as Japan, who finished with two wins and ten losses for six points last time. Germany, Czechia, and United States are other teams in our group. So those, I expect those three to be hard. Austria, like. Japan, Russia, they both, I think they are both around our level, or based on Japan's record last time, they might be worse, but still, like, I think Austria is a bit above us, Germany and Chesnia are quite much, and USA is on whole other level, so like, there isn't like there isn't too much but it gets interesting because it starts tomorrow it's actually been quite oh okay actually first seems are today 3 p.m. EST so it's like what the fuck it's it's 10 p.m. local for me and today we also have a draft so uh, with will be interesting night or day for many people but yeah then it will be about week for games it's it is nice to have something like that because I haven't seen my player or 
almost any okay i watched some of the playoffs some of the finals but there isn't like it's so different watching finals when you are not part of either team you are just there observing watching what happens like you might have have favorite but if they lose it it doesn't suck as much much as you know you are not taped on your seat or like you are not there waiting to see how it ends fearing for every turnover hoping every time there is highlight in their end you are hoping for a goal like it, it doesn't get as intensive so it's nice to have some games back on the well some games where I'm actually taking part and I guess that's something I can actually uh, yeah guess it's the good time to change the topic because we are moving to draft and as they are both both are okay well let's say this uh, let's have a good IIHFF and I hope everyone has a good tournament but I hope we make a playoffs and could that draw yeah I think I don't know how fucking long at least since I joined so at least in a year six seasons Finland hasn't made it in the playoffs so now would be nice time but I think we are going there and sorry for this being so Finland centered but you know it's my team it is the you know it's the team I root most for in real life and not here but it's still important part for me because those real life implications it's not like you know I cannot cut that part out of me like rooting in Finland is so so deep in my veins but uh, I think it's supposed to be so it's not so it's not that uh, well it's not that surprising and yeah it's not surprising but I guess the other topic as I said season 55 as well entry draft and what we actually have here is uh, well San Francisco Pride they won the lottery they I think they missed playoffs by two points but well okay New England missed playoffs by a lot more because they were in uh, okay I can say that the top teams in East most likely okay it after Nola beat Nola beat what swept Hamilton it's hard for me to make an argument that East teams are better but I still think that uh, okay Nola actually I comment this on the there that Nola countered uh, 
Hamilton strategy, uh, tactics, which I think is, uh, you know, well, it's a smart play, and it, as it isn't, well, it isn't against rules, and I think as Hamilton is a team that has been punching quite much above their TP level, like they have been performing better than their TP uh, level would lead us to expect, or so I think it's a bit of case that they had this one working tactic, like that worked really well, but when you counter it, it counter to that counter didn't actually work with their roster what they had. I think okay, I haven't taken too deep look into that, but that's how I think it went because I heard that Nola countered and, and then they changed tactics and it was even worse. So but in the end four games as a sample size it's it's so small like and then again, Buffalo and Chicago both were good teams. I don't know how New England managed to miss the playoffs, and they actually ended. Like, how did roster of New England? How did they end up being tied in points with us and Calgary, for that matter? But Calgary made the playoffs. We didn't because we had worse row, and now we are picking. 7th and New England is picking 8th because of that regulation and overtime wins. The uh, not deal play, deal breaker, not deal breaker. So, yes, as I said like three minutes ago, San Francisco won the draft lottery and they are picking first. I think they did pick first, like. It's, it's not too long ago. They picked Esso, but I, which didn't actually work out for them. So it's interesting to see. Interesting to see where and uh, what. Uh, yeah, like interesting to see where we end up with this one. Yeah, they picked first in a season 52 draft. So it didn't work out for them. I think they went for more like it wasn't consensus first pick. Like they went a bit off the board, but well, it's as I said, they went a bit off board and it didn't work out for them. So it's interesting to see where they are going with this draft. The talk in the streets, like, you know, this is the interesting time. And this is actually first time for me that I'm not doing the mock draft because of being GM, but it's still interesting to see how and what info is going in around. Because as for now, 
it looks like Richard Berg Bjerg is uh, like at least most of the mocks I'd say I haven't actually checked I just checked the list from I have in discord where people are well they are speculating they are I don't know I'm actually uh, Rotico Scott yeah so Uh, yeah, I, I actually I opened just in, in I don't know why, it, but it always like you you I like to read uh, some of the some of uh, interesting like there is oh yeah it's uh, Rotico Scott's uh, well, I think it's his some kind of mock draft or his prediction for this draft. So, but it's just ordered. So, well, I don't know. Interesting that I cannot really. Yeah, it's hard for me to follow. But. I have a simpler list, but I might be taking a look at. So as I said, Björk, but I need to check actually from TP Tracker who who he is because I have to say that uh, well, even as I started as a GM this season I haven't done really any draft uh, sculpting this season because first of all uh, red cape drive uh, driver died he does fantastic work with that and Danko has been doing a lot of well and we only okay we have first pick first round pick then we have fourth and fifth like yeah those we are expecting to pick a one player so it's it's really it's so yeah against smith is the recap pack it's i can understand why they would go it's an active user i think actually as i just talked about ihaf uh, he got hired as IHAF Simmer for this season, so like you know, even that, and I think he might already be updater and has 30 million in bank and is one of the top. Okay, he's not at the top of the like, uh, he's not top of the TP. But 
Yeah, it's it's actually interesting. Then we have a Ramham, uh, Colin Lambert, but I think I don't know. I think it must be like he has. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's not first gen. Yeah, so. It's always uh, when you have someone like Ramham, who currently has uh, he's at top of his class in TP, and you never know where he will end up, like being TP wise. But like. Okay, there is Colin Lambert. I saw one player before that who get into the about 400 TP. So no matter how much you try to like clear, you know, your history always follows you on this side. Like you wanted you it or not, it's still people can see how you did your with your earlier player and well it is it, but it's not easy pick to make but i think they are they might go with uh, Rickerberg uh, or that's at least okay i don't have any solid info on that but that's what i have seen people thinking what will happen and then Barracuda would take Colin Lambert on second pick and well it's hard to say like I can hmm, I could see Berg going like I I think most likely they might like what Tampa does with the pick well okay I heard that Tampa started Tampa started their scouting very late it must be mostly because how the change in management happened quite late in season but yeah so recover calling lambert could easily be one and two in which order yeah it might change and then we there was uh i think i heard ruji Jones going to Toronto, which is like as Toronto big third, big third. It's well, I don't know. Or actually, that seems kind of like confirmed. I have seen so many sources saying it will be, but then again, you never know during draft season. 
And actually, if anyone is listening to this, besides Grader, which I doubt even they will, so if anyone listens, uh, I have been around Texas coating for a while and Texas management for a while, so the it might seem like we are holding like info but usually we are just like we are not locked in to one player very early it usually takes quite long until we have finally made the conclusion who we want to draft so even though it might have seemed in past drafts that we have shared well wrong info or try to manipulate the market with the, who we pick like we haven't on purpose tried to hide anything we have just tried to make up our mind especially even last season with first overall you want that pick to be the good one and like there is always uh, it's it's rarely is easy to pick uh, one player when you have total freedom of choice because then you you are comparing later or he gets compared to everyone picked after him and then you can start questioning okay did we pick wrong pick and so far and okay i have even ha- have to add this i'd say often there isn't right or wrong answer like uh yeah it might be easy to say that okay this player a picked at like okay let's take a real example so season 52 when Esso was picked by uh, so Simon Trankenbird Esso was picked by San Francisco. We fuck I had it open here for that Esso reason, so I'll open it again. So 52. I know someone and then Minnesota takes Callum Labovic, who's muted fate, and well, he's currently second in TP in his class, and as I said, Esso is uh, number 18, and I'm pretty sure he's inactive. No, he actually, okay, that's wrong, He at least he was online, but he hasn't been active he has done activity checks and well he actually got sent in waivers and got picked from waivers by Baltimore so but yes he's he hasn't been very active he has missed multiple activity checks hasn't done lots of PTs or almost any so it was clearly 
uh, well, missed opportunity, especially when compared what was taken after him. So there was Muted Fate, who was second in a class. Then we Texas Renegades pick Red Cape Diver. So, and he has been great for us. He's currently third in his draft class on TP wise. The actually currently 20 points behind leader, but during off season, TP levels are so well unpredictable because some people get their season predictions to their last update and some people don't and like we will see where people stand when all is said and done and next season starts <laughs> then it starts to get back to normal when all people have or max earners have got their they have their equipment or personal coaching and they have their season predictions everything is created everything is applied then because often i have been able to jump maybe space uh, like at least few like now i'm actually for a long time i was seventh in my draft class for tp or like most of this season but like i think last update before this one uh, Buffalo's Aron Hernavik, Jay Fisher, uh, he actually took, uh, like, he got some stuff in that I didn't, and he went above me, and now it's exactly opposite, and I think we were actually for a long time tied for that seventh spot, and I checked, I got one point less from finals and or might have been I think it was playoffs predictions and season predictions in both I lost one point to him so when is when all is said and done if IHAF predictions don't change things which I hope they do for better into my direction and now I usually did pretty poorly in mock drafts so being GM gets me average, which which might work in my favor, but like point is, I don't know where me and Jay Fisher stand when season starts, but if things stay as are there now, he should be maybe two points ahead of me. So like, even though, as I said, Red Cape Diver is third with the 20 points to the leader it still might be a lot closer when or even a lot more then there is uh, Toronto big Rouge Big Heart not a restaurant who's not well he's fourth in his class four points below Red Cape and then there is a uh, Ken Wald going to I think New England, fuck, where is the tab? Yeah, New England Wolfpack to Kenwald. And, well, he is, uh, so, I mean, Sven Uxkaft, he is current leader in TP. So, this leaves, uh, 
well, this leaves the San Francisco with the 18th in TP and four teams that picked after them get top four with New England picking. New England picking Swen at fifth, who's currently at top of the TP. Like, will that 20 TP during their season, or which might be like, it shouldn't matter really. Like, though, I have to say is that Swen, Ukskaft, and Adamskiana both were players we considered. And it was very late decision to stake Skiana and I have seen well Skiana has been great for us, but I also have seen Uxkaft well his work on site and on awards committee and even Vancouver. I you know I doped if we had picked Uxkaft, we wouldn't be happy with him. Like it's it's I think they're both they're two good users and or great users. And I'm not saying Muted Fate or Notorious Tron isn't. Point here is more that the like well sometimes even though you can always rank them by their TP like I say that we missed the we made a mistake with the Uxcast draft. No, or not drafting Uxcast. I say no, we didn't. We take the Skiana, and he has been, you know, he has been great for us. And yeah, Kenward most likely would have been good or great, or might have been better. We cannot say, but at least. We didn't go the Simotri Trunkenbird way, so like that is the most important. It's it's not that 20 TP, it's that 200, or actually it's more. It's it's more than 300 TP. 345 TP from Uxcaf to Trunkenbird. That is the thing we don't want to like it. In the end, it, it doesn't matter if it's 20 TP more or less. So keep that in mind. And so how we get here, we started talking about, I think guys started talking about Toronto's draft pick, who was projected to be Rui Jones, I think, currently. But like yeah it's then we hit the new Orleans Spectres and for that like well what I see is Axel Foley and I don't know fuck I sh Player Analyzer 2.0. That is a yeah, that is one great thing done by Red Cape Diver or one of the great things. 
and as I said, he is helping us with the scouting a lot. So I'm just happy he's there. So, but yeah. So uh, Axel Foley, did I say? So it's another defenseman. And I actually, yeah, I think I have heard that they would like a defenseman. But in the end, these things are not, not like, well, they are not confirmed. And then we have uh, Minnesota, who were in some drafts or mocks taking Rue Jones. But as I think it's almost confirmed for now that he would be going to Toronto two weeks earlier. It's, uh, well, and then there is Theo Kondos, who's another winger, I think. Let's... Theo... Where? Fuck, I cannot... Well, it's strange why I somehow. Oh, yeah, Theogondos. One of the top I was looking to. <laughs> I was expecting him to be more down because I, we are already at big five. But yeah, he's currently tied second for TP on. Draft class. He's a anchorage forward, but I think I've heard he wouldn't like. He would be natural, natural, natural replacement to Jones. But still, I I have heard he might not be wanting to go to Minnesota. So. That uh, at least complicates things, and of course, where does Min go from there? Well, it's uh, I really, you know, I'm not going to speculate too much. Like I just was reading from the. Uh, well, what people had kind of figured out or think they have figured out. It's in it's always interesting to see the mocks in and especially the not just the mocks, but the info people gather and pass around like sometimes it's accurate and sometimes it's not and it it can one single trade or pick that was wrong might actually fuck up the whole thing. Like, you think you have the first round or even top 10, or in this case top 6, figured out. And then one player doesn't go where you expect them to go. So, where does the fallout from that? 
start and where does it leave you? You can always like yeah you you could make a easy route Jones to Theocondos trade and or flip and be done with it and continue. But if there is another things at play, it might be it's not as simple. And as I said, uh, teams can always trade up or down, even during draft. So that is another thing that that can fuck up everyone. Then we have Baltimore, uh, who were marked to be Teddy Teddy Park. Yeah, I think I said it. Defenseman. And after that is us, but well, first of all, we are not finalized yet, and we need to, like, this is. There is no point trying to. First of all, we cannot really leak our pick before we know where, like, Okay, even if the one to four, four was set, like they confirm, they take those like unofficially. But if there is enough enough buzz going on, that yeah, everyone knows that Pride takes this one, Tampa takes this Toronto. Like currently, it looks like uh, there is so many well confirmations from different people that Rude Jones vote be going to Toronto that it, it likes Rui Jones to Toronto I think that was the thing yeah so if it's like confirmed from multiple sources you can kind of expect to that it should be trusted but then we still before we even start talking about our or picks we are actually need to go to the like we need to see what Minnesota does and if that affects what Baltimore does like at this point you can only you can only leak so far as there is a confirmed stuff like yeah I could say who we are interested which I'm not doing but still like I, I don't feel like just you know listing players here who we might take if they are available and so we shall see maybe our pick becomes well more clear if we get more info from other teams but i think it might be that well you will see when it's draft time it's going to be interesting day uh, for me it's a versus a gm but because the midweek draft uh, draft is midweek it was it, it is later it would be actually 3 a.m. local so 
I'm pretty sure I'm going to stay up for a while to make sure we get like to make sure we are close to finalizing the what we want to do so that when the draft comes up Danko is there and like well in the end he can do whatever he wants he's the head GM but like if he wants our input I try to make sure that for most cases that we are expecting to happen I have said what I think about them and he might take or might not take them into consideration and well I'm starting to hit the hallmark here so I'll quickly take a look because as I said after us it's New England and Calgary Dragons who didn't really make it further in playoffs but then it gets interesting as Edmonton picks then New England picks again so New England had pick 8 and then they pick again at 11 then Tampa picks at 12 Edmonton picks at 13 Tampa picks again at 14 then 15 is New England and Tampa picks at both 16 and 17 <laughs> then we have Toronto Hamilton Baltimore Winnipeg San Francisco Tampa twice in a row then we have Chicago uh, Chicago, Minnesota, Pride, Baltimore, Lop takes two picks, and then we have Hamilton. So Hamilton has picks 19 and 31 this draft. And then, then we have Tampa, yeah. But I doubt there will be. Just, okay. I expect there to be some picks at third round, but how important those are, all I know, or next pick after first one is number 55 at fourth round, so I'm expecting to wake up and see one new player added to Texas. So, I'm sorry about that. Going to kill any listeners at who got it to end, made it to the end. So it's another ramble about draft. Well, it most likely wasn't any, wasn't enjoyable or interesting, but at least I got to talk and hopefully get the money out of this. So, well, yeah, thanks for listening and well, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I said it already. See ya.